give me a moment's peace and take out the trash. We pay taxes for people to come and take the garbage. Hey, listen, Greeny, no more sneaking rides to the junkyard. Yeah, man, take a taxi when you want to go to the junkyard. Hello, and welcome to Hot Trash Unlimited, the show where me, Caleb, and me, Joe, along with our special guest, Bryce. <laughs> Everybody's always taken off guard when we do it. We it's, never tell them what's going to happen. Yeah, look, it's fun. <laughs> look, I don't know how I got here, but I have a feeling that Spider Man was probably involved. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we go to the theaters and we watch movies that we hope will be hot trash and Morbius, which is what we saw this week. It had a lot of potential it, to be. I have a rare blood disease and I'm running out of time. This could be my last chance. You're up to something. What is it? That's not exactly legal. I want to see you get hurt more than you already have. This would be a cure. Got tired of doing the whole good guy thing, huh? What's up, Doc? Okay. So, hi, Bryce. How are you doing? I I am. I could be better if I didn't see this movie. Before we go on our opening <laughs> tangents, uh, Caleb wanted to let you know that he's sorry for yes, making you see I, this. Oh, that's that's not even okay. I took a friend with me to see it. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> we get in the parking lot of the movie theater, and we get to talking about movies. And I was like, "Yeah," and you know, and the Batman. And he's like, "Oh, I haven't seen that yet." And I was like, "Oh, we're gonna go in and watch Morbius, and you haven't seen the Batman yet." Well, okay, feels bad. Here's what I'll say. Sure, the Batman may be a better movie, but does it have Robert Pattinson throwing bats at the bad guy a to bat win the day? Ha. Yeah, it was literally the <laughs> charge shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is how, uh, this is how we get to the six trillion tickets we need to sell. Is yeah, we keep inviting people to come to yes, the podcast. We invite one, they invite one other, and then it just keeps trickling down. Six trillion, baby. It'll make it one day. Um, so Morbius is it's a two thousand era bat movie, like vampire movie in twenty twenty era Sony superhero movies. In the spunk. Yeah. I will not but call not it quite as good as a 2000s era vampire it's, it's movie. It's not as good as Daybreakers, I'll give you that. You remember you remember when Amy Pascal, when the first film was coming out, she's like, no guys, it's definitely in the MCU, trust me. Yeah. That's yeah. everything and about Kevin this movie Feige's too. Kevin face just like, uh, <laughs> I don't know about that. That's everything about this movie. Other than that, I, I'll be honest, I can't quite give a plot description because- I can. I fell asleep. This movie <laughs> well, was, nothing happens. Yeah, this movie was so boring that between the boat scene where he turns into a vampire, then I fall asleep. I briefly wake up in time for him to say, I have become brothers with the bats. <laughs> then I fall asleep and I'm not awake till he's in jail again. See, I'm trying to think of what you missed in that moment. Not much happened. No, I, I pro- guys, I w- this movie was so predictable. I had to pee at one point. And I chose to pee whenever um, Jared Harris came in and started talking to Matt Smith. And I said, okay, I've seen this a thousand times. They're going to talk. 
there's gonna be some there's gonna be something about you're not my real dad yeah and then jared harris is going to die yep sure enough i go to the restroom i come back and his claws are in his stomach and i'm like okay i look at my friend i'm like did i miss anything no (laughs) okay little 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 plot synopsis before we go back all over the place i'm sure jared leto is a doctor with is it a blood disease? Is it a leg disease? Because he's on crutches. He's missing part of his DNA. Ah, of course. Which ha, okay, I before, don't know how I you go. would live without <laughs> part of your DNA. <laughs> I'm missing there, the mitochondria, the powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> there are many ways I could take that further, but I, I won't. Okay, won't do so, that. Before I go any further, does anybody in this room know anything about Morbius, like the comic book character? He's a vampire. Yep, Ish. the living vampire. Ish. I saw the 90s Spider-Man cartoon run. I have his Morbius. first appearance in comic form. I don't. I have never read it, but I have it. He was mm. going to be in Blade, and then they cut him out. All right, cool. We're all on the same page. <laughs> Arguably, that deleted post-credit scene was better than this post-credit scene uh, yeah. in the movie. Oh yeah, uh, Jared Leto, he has some incurable disease and his friend uh, Milo, except that's not his name, it's Lucius. But no, Lucien. Lucien. Lucius. Lucien, but no, I'm going to call you Milo and so is everybody else. And that's just going to, we're going to make it stick until you're like 35 years old. Yep. <laughs> He's, uh, so yeah. They both have a disease. Uh, Dr. Michael Morbius is a genius. He gets a Nobel Peace Prize for his no, a, a noble peace prize. Oh, do but they actually? It, they they don't say Nobel. They say noble. Oh man, <laughs> is it like a copyright thing? Did, I, did it has to be right? Did I don't the know. Nobel Institute come up? It's, it's like, like you get like, a guys. grammar award instead of a Grammy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, an Oscar instead of an Oscar. <laughs> he rejects the he rejects the Nobel award, which is very noble of him. Um, because while he has created artificial blood that is very useful. It is not the cure to the disease, which is what he was trying to do. Yeah, it was literally just, we need this movie to be PG-13, so we're going to make blue blood. It just looks like it just looks like ices. <laughs> the way he's slurping it down, it's like a kid at the end of a summer's day with a Capri Sun. I've like instantly thought of like, Whenever you grab an item in a video game for like a potion, because oh, yeah, he does yeah, the yeah. exact same motion every time. <laughs> uh, and and then he does uh, experiments on himself, and he becomes uh, he becomes a vampire. And uh, Matt Smith's also a vampire, and they fight. Yeah, I, that's when I fell asleep. So I don't know when Matt Smith became a vampire. It, it, well, it didn't it, it, show. It happens it. off screen. <laughs> this movie is such a. It had to happen off screen because it's a spinal tap like injection mm-hmm. how is a disabled person <laughs> how is for one how's he gonna know to put it in his spine what i'm sad is as soon as he became a vampire he lost all his drip that he was wearing it was just normal suits after that imagine if matt smith had been in his, like the Ugh. sweaters he was in earlier i mean like and the makeup that he had on to make him look like it wasn't unhealthy it oh, was, oh, oh, for oh, the, the to make him makeup. look unhealthy like yeah, they all, they were just that all like so bad. But it was better than the effects when he becomes a vampire. It's true. <laughs> I was like, that was that. I would have wanted to be practical, but it was just so. Well, then they couldn't keep doing gross. jump scares with it. They couldn't keep on going. <laughs> there are. So he becomes a vampire off screen for some reason. I. But because, okay, so I think you missed you missed him confronting uh, Michael Morbius in the in like he like locked himself in a room. 
like a glass chamber and he's like thirsting for blood and here comes matt smith limping he's like wait you're ripped now you did it he's like yeah but i'm a vampire now he's like i don't care i want to be not be dead that's actually what the disease is it just stops them from getting good gains (laughs) And, and then and then he's like uh, Morbius is like, get out of here. And Matt Smith's like, ah, okay. And the next time you see him, he's in prison and he's a vampire now. Well, like, also, Morbius is like, oh, I've been a vampire for like a day. half an hour. <laughs> it's a curse. <laughs> it's such a curse. I like this. Is this? I got flashbacks to watching Fantastic Four. Or sorry, fan force because, because of the editing mess that and the reshoots. Like, yes. Now I'm not oh, sure man. if that this, movie was supposed to be so much longer than <laughs> it actually was. So was this one. Def- this definitely was too. I'm not sure if this was reshoots, them desperately cutting stuff. Like there's obviously reshoots to tie it in to the rest of Spunk, which we'll talk about. Yeah. Um, but also, could it be that Daniel Espinosa is just a terrible filmmaker? Because every other, <laughs> could be. besides the editing, every other part of this movie is also pretty okay. bad. You could probably find the editor because you know how to navigate IMDb better than I can. It's he's like an award-winning editor. I think whoever the guy who edited this was trying to salvage whatever there well, was. Every like Sony Spider-Man property is like very poorly edited. Like oh, the this is one of scorsese's editors yeah feels bad. <laughs> we'll be talking about him in a couple weeks when we talk about uh ambulance too he edited that as well oh, no, no. <laughs> this but, guy looks like a like a gun for hire type person i i he can, probably wanted to build a new patio or something I, he directed <laughs> hey guys he directed gi jane or edited gi jane all timely appropriate <laughs> I bet he just rolled over on his back every time Espinosa had some feedback. <laughs> He's like, I get paid no matter how this movie does. <laughs> oh, man. It, yeah, it's, it starts out with like what you think is the origin story, then it flashes back, then it flashes back to present day, and then it flashes forward like 10 years. And there's this, It starts out and it's already an incoherent mess. And there's this really fun part at the beginning where when it first flashes back to them as kids, it has like a James Bond style like circle transition. Oh yeah, and I thought and that was absent from the rest of the movie. I thought this editing was gonna have a certain amount of quirk. like yeah quirk to it. No quirk, no quirk at all. <laughs> I laughed when I saw that circle transition. I was like, is this the movie we're getting into? Unfortunately, it wasn't, but <laughs> it gave me hope. I think so. He gets to prison for some reason. Be, because they already suspect him because the boat that was on international waters drifted into to be fair he did kill like seven guys he did kill that. seven guys and the, he is he's a prime suspect and then he attacks uh tyrese and uh the really annoying cop and then he, he was tri- hispanic so i assume his name was martinez <laughs> because i don't expect any better from this movie <laughs> <laughs> and then he runs to the rooftop. Tyrese is somehow able to follow him in record time. And it's because he's got those cybernetic enhancements that, that they never explained. I didn't notice them. And uh, then you think something's about to happen, and then Tyrese is like, don't do it. And then it cuts and he's in jail. Guys. Well, what was the deal with like the wind right there? Like, I don't know. Or it was like sucking him off? Or yeah. I think. That I, was bad wording, by the way. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. I think. That was supposed to be like hinting towards the subway sequence. Oh, we're realizing he can fly. I think it's supposed to be like 
his instincts trying to tell him he can fly. That's another problem I have with this movie. Like, usually when you have, like, vampirism in movies, you either have, like, the scientific explanation or, like, the supernatural explanation. This and is this, both. This movie wanted the best of both of those, yeah. and it couldn't decide. Yeah. The other cop is not Martinez. I apologize. It's Rodriguez. <laughs> 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 but bad time <laughs> take a sip of my drink <laughs> but like what I find funny about Tyrese Gibson and Rodriguez because Tyrese Gibson you know he's been in the Fast and Furious movies he knows how that's to not, do that's not like a like a badge of honor <laughs> no but he knows how to do blockbuster he knows how to yeah. do like comedic relief he just stands there well, what was the it, point of his re- character they reference it in the movie Rodriguez is like don't worry I'll collect the crimes the evidence because you're just gonna stand there like he's he literally just is looking around. He it must be that Dr. Stares. Michael Morbius. <laughs> Rodriguez literally does everything. He has to carry the weight of all of those scenes. Because mm-hmm. Harris is just standing there Ugh. doing nothing. But you know who really carries the weight? Oh, of this um, Morbius's blood, artificial blood, also saved Tyrese's arm. That's another thing. Important. Yeah. Important details. Wow. Cool. Couldn't care less. World building. <laughs> um, so, but you know who really carries this movie? Matt Smith. Matt Smith. Matt Smith. So Matt Smith turns into a vampire. He Morbius finds this out, so he breaks out of the prison so they can hunt him down. And yeah, after Matt Smith has given him the blood, because Matt Smith's like, no, it's not a curse. You're gonna be better than everybody. So I'm yeah. gonna kill you to prove that you're gonna be better than everybody. Matt Smith. Matt Smith vampire is having the time of his life. He is, but it also feels like he's restrained at the same time. It's like. He knew what movie he was in, but he didn't want to insult anybody else. Like, so he's, he's having the time of his life, but he's not completely abandoning like any sense of he's playing it exactly like someone who had to deal with a bunch of Stephen Moffat dialogue for a large portion of his career. I feel like he watched birds of prey and was like, you and McGregor, I want to be that. (laughs) Except like you and McGregor, at least there are other people in the movie who like are, are kind matching of matching him. his energy. Yeah, yeah. And this, it's just Matt Smith. Yeah. And Jared, Dancing shirtless every moment uh, he gets. And Jared Leto for the like, because Jared Leto is Academy always, Award winning Jared Leto, who has always been a supporting actor in Dallas Buyers Club, in American Psycho, House of Gucci. Yeah. <laughs> Requiem. The for Little a dream. Things. He finally gets his chance to lead this film, redeem himself after the Joker. And it feels like he was just the whole time in between shots, he was just on his phone on Reddit. Yeah. Like he did not care <laughs> no. at all. There- okay. I think I've I've made known my distaste for Jared Leto. Pure not really so much. It's for- me, Amorbius. <laughs> <laughs> not so much for his acting capabilities. I mean, somewhat for his acting capabilities. I think he's way too into himself but the guy can act but there's yeah. absolutely no charisma at all that's the this sad scene. thing yeah this could be leader better. of a cult jared leto is not using any of that cult leading energy is this gonna be a career ender for him no 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 no, no. no he's been in t- if joker wasn't like the career ender thing but like the thing about joker is that there were a million other things in suicide squad that were the problem and he was in like 10 minutes of it. He's everything in Morbius. Yeah, but again, he's not really like a problem so much as he is like just there. Like with like the rest. I, I, I wouldn't even go and say the rest of the movie is like 
a problem. It's just there. That's the problem. With like it. it's it like could, yep, it's this such, is one of the movies. Every single decision is bad, but not in a way that adds up to it being interesting. Yeah. The movie was so boring. <laughs> I I have some praise to sing. It's 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 not praise I'm singing. It's just something. I the the effects when they're flying and doing vampire things are fun. I like the colors. So you like Nightcrawler? You, yeah, yeah, I do. You like uh, slow motion? <laughs> those those were a little too much, but there are some dynamic looking camera shots and stuff. When there was something that was trying, it it, it failed, but it there was a little spark of that I saw. That there was were trying. so many like. So much potential, yeah, that just wasn't realized. I, uh, it just made it even worse. Yeah, um, it gets to the end. Matt Smith realizes that Jared Leto is not going to join them on his hedonistic uh, outings, and so they he kills Jared Leto's girlfriend, Martine. Well, first off, Martine and Morbius kiss. And it then it cuts to where Jared did that Leto. chemistry come from? <laughs> I was uh, like, oh, they're involved nowhere. What? <laughs> oh, I mean, this relationship Jared was Leto so across sad. the way, <laughs> and then just it cuts to Jared oh, no, Leto. It's Matt Smith. It's Matt Smith. Yeah, yeah. It cuts to Matt Smith just grumpily looking across. Michael Myersing it over there, I'm just <laughs> staring. And I can't tell if he's mad that she's kissing him or he's kissing her. No, he's mad that he's he's because he, at the beginning of the movie they're like, don't fall in love. That's an incurable disease. Because I'm in love with you. Yeah. Like it's one of those. It's deeply homophobic. It, 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 it was at the very beginning of the movie. I yeah. don't even remember the whole time. It looks like Matt Smith wants to kiss Jared Leto. Yeah, which why? <laughs> Matt maybe Smith got doesn't have eyebrows. Jared Leto does. Like <laughs> maybe he's got a thing for rock stars. <laughs> Matt Smith the also been to Mars. It, it, it takes Jared Leto thirty seconds. <laughs> Matt Smith also, I don't know how old he is, but he looks he looks way older in this movie. Than I he guess, did in the last I guess it is that makeup you were bringing up, Bryce, yeah, but like it was bad. He looks so old. <laughs> Which is weird because this movie was filmed two three years ago. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Last night in Soho was filmed way yeah. after this. But so it gets to the end. He he kills the his girlfriend girlfriend drinks some of Morbius's blood so she turns into a vampire but that doesn't matter and directly it, stolen it from Venom 2 true except we didn't get a we didn't get anything quite as sexy as she Venom that's true next movie next, they're, they're making us wait for Morbius let there be carnage we'll be waiting a long time <laughs> but um so then they have a fight in the subway and it sucks it's one of the worst superhero fights well, it, I've seen in a I thought it time. was going to be cool because they started doing the vampire effects that I like. Like, say, say what you will, Nightcrawler effects. Give me the sparkles. I like them. But then it's over. And then Jared Leto does a back Kamehameha and it's over it, in a matter of seconds. Well, like, also, like, they establish in the movie, he's like, oh, these bats, they're my brothers because I'm a vampire now. But they're not. Matt Smith Matt is also Smith, a vampire. <laughs> like, why did they eat him? Well, listen, okay. it's a big family. They don't okay. like everyone. Jared Leto also gets uncontrollable bloodlust whenever he's around Martine. She pricks her finger, does something else with it. When he goes to see Jared Harris, Jared Harris is like bleeding a lot. He's oh like, my God. I'm fine. I, I can control it here. Yeah, that's because it's old man. Blood. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Smith is fine. Like, I it's, well, it's it's contrivances. Matt's yeah, it's like nothing matters. None of the violence has any impact. None of the character relationships feel we real. It's like this is this movie could have been PG. Honestly, it yeah. was probably it was probably like PG thirteen for like like 
frightfulness or whatever. The filmmaking is incoherent. The stakes are inconsequential. And I think, like, this was never going to be good. So <laughs> I don't care at the end of the day. But I do like vampire movies. So if anyone in this room was going to be won over by it, it probably would have been me. Because, mm-hmm. like, I do like Daybreakers. I like bad vampire movies. <laughs> so do we talk about uh, the reshoots now? Oh, my word. He takes over this, like, counterfeiters lab, and it's this whole big plot point, and, like, they're in the lab, and then it just cuts to the next scene, and they're in the old lab. <laughs> Gosh, it's oh, so mindless. So... <laughs> I think everybody who knows anything about this movie, the the, mo- the only reason this movie had discussion was because in the trailers, they were referencing like every Spider-Man thing. And it's now the thing of what multiverse, like the multiverse is like this common thing everybody knows about what Spider-Man universe is taken. And Michael Keaton showing up in the trailer. Go, what's up, doc? And they have the the I'm Venom. Just kidding. It's me, Dr. Michael Morbius. <laughs> and none of that is in this movie. This, this movie was a Sony marketing scam. <laughs> okay. I, I, I read a comment that I want to read to everyone that I'm like, this, this might be a, I, I, I hate Redditors, but I am a Redditor, but this guy seemed to like have a general good idea. While you pull that up, there's I'm also, it. there's also a stealth reference to the X-Men in this. Oh yeah, there is like, there's oh, a school, it. there's a school for gifted children in New oh, York. No. <laughs> okay. So do we say what happened or do we, do I read through this and be like, here's all the reach. Okay. Go for it. Here's what I think happened to the Morbius movie. This is Muriel Horseflesh on Red. <laughs> Props to Muriel. <laughs> the next Sony uh, anti-hero. I haven't seen Morbius, but it's open knowledge that all mention of Holland's MCU Spider-Man and that all mention of Maguire and Garfield Spider-Man universe have been removed. And I've read what the end credits scenes entail. I think Sony banked hard on having one of these three actors locked in as the Sony Spider-Man by a certain point. They genuinely had no clue which of the three would eventually be signing on as their Spider-Man for the Sony cinematic what is ssu it's the new thing sony spider-man universe is yeah, that what it, they Spunk like is change, so much better they changed Spunk. and they filmed all manner of references to all three of them to drop throughout the movie as a contingency for any outcome i think they're most likely going to run with the plan that morbius takes place in either garfield's tasm universe the one they probably most wanted to use or an offshoot of the mcu with holland playing spider-man in both franchises and the mcguire references were a just-in-case scenario all they knew is that at some point one of these three will be Spider-Man for them, so they film Morbius in a way that can be edited so any one of them can be revealed as Spider-Man at the end of the movie. They got to tease the audience with hints to all three universes in the trailer, which is the, really the only reason we've been talking about Morbius this entire time, and the only buzz surrounding it. And once they finalized and locked in either Garfield, Holland, or Regard, they could simply cut the references to the other two Spider-Men from the final cut and use a quick scene at the end, real or CGI, to introduce Spider-Man. They revealed Denim, Venom didn't get back to his own universe. He ended up in the Spider-Man universe too. Neat little package. Sony taking Vulture back needed to happen because he belongs to Sony, but he was supposed to break Morbius out of prison during the movie, not by the end credits appearance, which I think is something that was going to happen. That would make a lot that more sense. That would make way more sense. Yeah. It's unlikely he'd be in the movie and then again be used in an end credit sequence too, so obviously something else is supposed to be the end credit sequences. Probably Spider-Man and Venom reveals. But Sony being Sony, they put all their eggs in one basket as time ticked on and no resolution with Holland happened and neither Maguire or Garfield had signed on to tell them where to go. They start to get panicky. And this is where it kind of comes together for me. Put put the movie back six more months because it got pushed for no reason in January. Absolutely no reason to give us time to get a lock on a Spider-Man, they think. And it still doesn't happen until it gets to the point where they can't just delay any longer. They have to go with a different route. They cut together. They cut all the references, create a second trailer released four months ago to mention the movies in Venom's universe. Uh, hastily refilmed Vulture's scene so he's the big reveal at the end of the movie even though he already showed him in the trailer so it's no surprise yep 
That would make a lot of sense because I'm pretty sure the roof. So that whole lab sequence, they they take the lab mm-hmm. right from the counterfeiters. Yeah. The only thing of consequence that happens in that lab is that Martine pricks her fingers and she has to go up to the roof while Morbius gets his bloodlust under control. I'm pretty sure that roof is the roof of the Horizon Labs building. I'm pretty sure if I went back and looked, it was just that roof. So, like, that would make a lot of sense. Well, this movie takes place in, like, a 500-square-foot radius. Like, everybody's just walking to each other. But which Spider-Man do you think they would get? Because Andrew Garfield was nominated for an Oscar this year. <laughs> Why would he come back to playing Spider-Man? Because he said he's, he's down for it if the script's right. He's, he's said he's down for it. Yes, but he was nominated for an Oscar. He clearly can be picky. <laughs> this was also in 2020, like, when this movie was supposed to come out. I don't think they'd get Toby because I think he's over it. Like he's just well, oh, no, Toby no, 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 no. hasn't even done live action acting for like yeah, seven years. To- yeah, Toby's before he, he's and, done. He's out. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't need to. He's probably doing pretty well. And also he's a terrible person to work with. And then Tom Holland at the top of his game, like being Spider Man and then like starring in oh, Uncharted and, any and film stuff. He wants to be in. Yeah, why would he want to wait? Why would he want to put all of his eggs in the Spider Man basket? Sony's trying to see what they can do with his contract like he's he's their property but he signed a marvel contract that it's there's there's just so much gray area yeah but i don't think he'd want to do two spider oh no 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 definitely not but they're trying anything they can man hence why vulture is in this movie because michael keaton just sure i'll take a grand (laughs) it's definitely more than grand but well yeah yeah it's a shame um as as a defender of the fox x-men movies it's a shame that they were the ones who got bought out when they were still doing, trying to do interesting stuff with their characters, and Sony, who has been floundering since Amazing Spider-Man Two, hey, 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 Spider-Verse well, you happened. Think, well, Spider-Verse oh, cool. was great. Sony Animations is basically a different company. <laughs> they still would be able to do that. Marvel Animations is not nearly okay. Is it worth it though? Is it worth it for y'all to get to get Spider-Verse out of this? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse is, really is good. the best Spider-Man movie, in my opinion. Yeah, you're right. It is really good. Miles Morales is arguably a better character than Peter Parker. <laughs> this, uh, version, yeah. this version of Miles, I, I, I will take that with a contingency. Okay, but I will say their version of Peter Parker, Peter B. Parker, is the best Peter Parker. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. by that far. Too. That too. Yeah. And of course, it's got my girl Spider-Gwen. So. You're all over it. Yeah. So yeah, the end credits scene. Vulture shows up in the MC or uh, in the in the spunk due to the No Way Home uh, multiverse madness. So many problems with Doctor Strange's magic. <laughs> so because I I guess yeah, Liz loses her father and he's in he's in prison. He's like, well, hope the food's better here. Uh, completely unfazed by it, and because he has committed no crimes in this universe, you're free. Which I mean, he's not really a threat. He doesn't have any of his gear. Or does he? Dr. Michael Morbius is driving in the desert for some reason in, in a, a terribly terrible, shot. It looks like a car commercial. <laughs> he goes to the middle Was of the Brie desert. Was Brie Larson in the passenger seat? <laughs> <laughs> driving his car, comes up. Dr. Michael Morbius, who has not abandoned his morals the entire movie of, I will be a good guy. I will not kill people. Comes up. Vulture's flying in with all his MCU gear for some reason. I'm glad you answered my call, Dr. Michael Morbius. I think we could do... I don't know how I got here, but I think it's because of Spider-Man. <laughs> All the crap that happened in the MC... Well, you know, it was because of Spider-Man, but Thanos existed in the MCU, and you automatically think, what's oh, that kid? I can't remember his name, but it was probably I, him. I think we could do something good together, Michael Morbius. Intriguing. <laughs> Cut. 
another paycheck for me, Jared Leto? Sure. <laughs> well, it's, we, it's we completely intriguing. <laughs> now that I think about it, we completely didn't even talk about the end of the movie. It just ends. He throws just, bats at Matt Smith. <laughs> but like, how crazy was the pacing in this movie where it just ends and nothing? I think we have the perfect example of how crazy the pacing was in this movie. Caleb. I fell asleep and I no, 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 no. I'm talking about the guy five seats down from you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a guy across from our uh across from us in the movie theater. First off, he gets in there and he is FaceTiming his buddy and showing him the movie. Which props to that guy for not having to pay to see Morbius. <laughs> and then and with like, his flash on too. Any, any other movie I would complain, but this is Morbius. I'm not gonna put in the effort. And then at the end, the movie ends and he goes. What? <laughs> <laughs> then the then the post credit well, scene oh, it's he, over. No, he dips immediately, and then he runs back in when the post credit scene starts. And then he goes, "Ah, oh, it's crossover shit." <laughs> <laughs> like he's never seen a movie before. <laughs> well, he seems very surprised that Morbius was a bad movie, so maybe he hasn't. <laughs> I wasn't surprised, but as someone who is deeply a fan of these, like cinematic universes and studio movies i'm just it's everything wrong with them there hasn't been a good one in so long that i've like actually been like really impressed with i'm finally to the point where i'm like well maybe i just shouldn't watch these anymore you just have to be selective about it but did you like spider way spider way no man's homes it was all right there's too many logic problems in that movie yeah, for me to yeah. actually think that it was a great movie. The more I think about, the less charitable I am to it. Yeah. Because it really, it's, it's either. It's hitting your nostalgia. Yeah. Or it's just copying off of Spider-Verse. Homework. Yeah. But what I will say is Marvel, we never get a movie like this because like, not saying this is taking Not risks. anymore. Not anymore. No. But like, we'll never get a movie as baffling as this from Marvel. <laughs> I don't know. There's some movies where like where they're swapping directors like halfway through shooting and having to go through principal photography again. And you talking see- about Star Wars or Marvel? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, they had to do with Ant Man. Like, there's there's. Well, Edgar Wright did sign on to Ant Man before the MCU got started. Yeah. So. yeah. Oh, okay. That was like when Iron Man was in production. Oh, too. really? I didn't yeah. know that much. I mean, there's there's still those like behind the scenes shenanigans where you're like, oh, there's well, stuff going on. Well, and I think the thing is. Kevin Feige, say what you want about the man. I can't say much because I don't know anything about him other than he does Marvel movies. I think he's very good at his role as the as the whip, as yeah. the person who brings everything together. Aviara, God bless him. He got that dedication in No Way Home, but I don't think he's that guy. <laughs> you ain't that guy, man. I do think Michael Keaton and Tom Hardy would make a fun duo. Too bad bad Jared Leto would have to be there. (laughs) No, as long as he's like doing that look at the end, intriguing. As long as he's doing that look the entire time, I can do that. That was far enough removed from the rest of shooting this movie where he he was like, sure. (laughs) They flew him off 30 seconds to Mars Island. Do you think Michael Keaton is getting this movie mixed up with uh, Flashpoint? He's like, (laughs) ah, it's all superhero crap. Honestly, maybe. <laughs> he doesn't have to be in these. He's doing all right with Dope Sick. It's like so. Ezra Miller, Jared Leto. They both have long hair. One's younger. What's the difference? 
What are the odds you think they take Ezra Miller out of the flash after this shenanigans this past week? Completely reshoot the movie since they've already delayed it. Oh, I don't know. I I mean, as someone who likes the flash and doesn't like Ezra Miller as the flash, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's talking about like now that the Batman's out, like fitting trying to fit the DC universe into the Batman universe. Why? No. Fit into the Shazam universe. The Shazam universe is perfect to like combine all these things together. Mm. I'm not excited for Morbius too. Do you guys think we're gonna get it? Yeah, uh, this movie's making money. I hope this, not. This movie's making money. I think I feel like Sony's plan, which has been Sony's plan for freaking ten years, is to make a Sinister Six movie one way or the other. We're we're halfway there. Craven's coming. So we've got three people already. Four. The Craven will be four. Vulture. Yeah, yeah. That's I am counting the three who we I'm have seen Venom. on screen. I'm counting Venom. I'm, the three we have seen on screen, Venom Vulture and Morbius. Oh, okay. Okay. And then we'll get Craven. Black Cat is still in development hell. <laughs> Silver, Silver Sable, Sable baby. <laughs> they were supposed to be one movie at one time. Aunt May Super Spy. Like what? honestly, that's Dakota why- Johnson's Madam Web. Oh yeah, development. she's gonna be Madam Web. And they just added Sydney Sweeney. Could they the... throw in Swiss Miss from Spider-Man Turn, <laughs> Turn Off, off the, the Dark? dark. <laughs> Honestly, I'd much rather see an Aunt May team up where it's Marissa Tomei, or I guess Marissa Tomei's corpse. Uh, <laughs> Sally Rosemary Fields Harris. and Rosemary Harris, but they have to hurry on that because <laughs> two corpses and Sally Fields. <laughs> Who acts like a corpse? Sorry, I don't like Sally Fields. <laughs> I think we've gotten more out of this movie than the movie got out of itself so is this hot trash no no it had every right to be and it squandered it there's one scene a song explain matt smith is dancing around shirtless it's it's edited like it was edited by a blind monkey (laughs) hot trash moment of the night hot trash moment unfortunately it never gets there again Peak hot trash. Matt Smith dancing shirtless. Bryce, I am sorry, but you were probably going to see this anyway. So. I was. <laughs> the best thing that happened is that I didn't have to take my wife to this movie. <laughs> well, thank you, regardless of of having to watch this movie. Thank you for coming on our show. It was, oh, it was a blast. Thank you, thank you. Um, do you have anything that you want to uh, you want to plug? Joe and I's various bands. Sure, there, there we go. Not? Counterfeit 615, Dust Before Dawn Band. Cool, cool. There it is. I don't do much on the internet. That's fine. I, so, you are, probably healthier. You are more sane for it. <laughs> My Instagram's on private, so I don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, if you could give uh, this wonderful episode five stars on your podcasting platform of choice, whether that be Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can reach out to us at hottrashunlimited at gmail.com uh, and you can tell us your thoughts on Morbius. I think the world is unified in that's a bad movie. So, oh, I'm, <laughs> no, there are people out here that like this movie. Kale. Six trillion tickets. <laughs> it has a 60% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes. How? <laughs> I don't know. It's either risen or fallen from an 80. I'm not sure which. Let, let's look at it. Let's, let's look this up oh, right gosh. now. Gosh. Well, if you want to correct us on our opinions, you can also reach out. <laughs> Just engage. We put a lot of work into this. We've, we're over 50 episodes in. Boot, help us boost in the algorithm. Oh, no. It's up to 69%. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs>
Nice. <laughs>